0: I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Elizabeth Troutman. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Thursday, April 6th. Here are today's headlines.
1: Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg may have violated former President Donald Trump's Sixth Amendment rights. The Sixth Amendment, in part, gives a criminal defendant the right to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation they are facing, to be confronted with the witnesses against him, and to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor. The problem is, Bragg appears to have failed to explain in the indictment the full extent of the crimes Trump is accused of having committed. Trump went to New York City on Tuesday where the indictment was opened for the first time. Trump and his lawyers learned that the former president faced 34 charges related to falsifying business records. Bragg claims that the documents were falsified in order to cover up another crime, but Bragg has not made publicly known what that other crime is. Fox News legal analyst GREG JARRETT, TOLD SEAN HANNITY THAT BRAGG IS REQUIRED UNDER THE SIXTH AMENDMENT TO CLARIFY TRUMP'S OTHER CRIME. HE DID NOT IDENTIFY, QUOTE,
0: THE OTHER CRIME. RIGHT. NOW, I I IMAGINE THAT THERE'S RECOURSE FOR THAT. I IMAGINE AT SOME POINT WE'RE GOING TO PROBABLY GET A BILL OF PARTICULARS OR SOMETHING. DOESN'T HE HAVE TO NAME IT
1: AT SOME POINT? YEAH, HE DOES. YOU'RE RIGHT. THE SIXTH AMENDMENT, IT IS, THEREFORE, FACIALLY DEFECTIVE. IT IS... Uh, deficient on its face, and it would be susceptible to a motion to dismiss. Bragg says the indictment doesn't specify the other crime Trump allegedly committed. Bragg argues that the law does not require him to name the other crime, but according to legal experts
0: like Jarrett, that is exactly what the Sixth Amendment does require. Three Democratic Tennessee state reps may be removed from office for disrupting the chamber floor in an anti-Second Amendment rights display. The vote on a gun rights bill will take place today. Protesters pushed state troopers, took over the floor of the Tennessee General Assembly, and screamed through a bullhorn at state legislators, demanding more restrictions on guns following the Nashville shooting, in which a transgender shooter killed three children and three adults at a Christian school. GOP lawmakers filed three resolutions Monday seeking to expel Representatives Gloria Johnson of Knoxville, Justin Jones of Nashville, and Justin Pearson of Memphis for breaking House rules. The State House has only expelled members twice since the eighteen sixties. A two thirds vote is required for the members to be expelled. Republican Speaker of the House Cameron Sexton said the three Democrats' actions are and always will be unacceptable, saying they broke several rules of decorum and procedure on the House floor. He said in a tweet, in effect, those actions took away the voices of the protesters, the focus on the six victims who lost their lives and the families who lost their loved ones. An exclusive report by
1: ProPublica claims Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has accepted multiple luxury trips from a wealthy businessman. The issue, according to the report, is that Thomas has not formally disclosed those trips. ProPublica claims that for more than two decades, the Dallas-based businessman and Republican donor Harlan Crow has taken Thomas and his wife, on luxury vacations. The report states that these trips appeared nowhere on Thomas's financial disclosures. His failure to report the flights appears to violate a law passed after Watergate that requires justices, judges, members of Congress, and federal officials to disclose most gifts. Heritage Foundation Vice President for Domestic Policy, Roger Severino, responded to the report telling the Daily Signal, This is just the latest in a long line of weak political attacks against the incorruptible leader of the conservative court majority. If the media were truly concerned about Justices' paid travel, they would ask about Justice Breyer's 233 trips as well. We will keep you all informed on this story as we learn more about the claims
0: ProPublica has made against Justice Thomas. We are learning more this week about hundreds of new sexual abuse cases within the Catholic Church. Maryland released a state report yesterday with the details. According to the Associated Press, more than 150 Catholic priests and others associated with the Archdiocese of Baltimore sexually abused more than 600 children over an 80-year time frame. The report accuses leaders in the church of covering up the sexual abuse cases for decades. The Maryland Attorney General's Office launched the investigation in 2018. Attorney General Anthony Brown gave remarks following the release of the investigation findings and had this to say, per the Associated Press. Today,
1: certainly in Maryland, is a day of reckoning.
0: Baltimore Archbishop William Lori said the report details a reprehensible time in the history of this archdiocese, a time that will not be covered up, ignored, or forgotten. Lori added that it is difficult for most to imagine that such evil acts could have actually occurred. For victim survivors everywhere, they know the hard truth. These evil acts did occur.
1: In slightly lighter news today, if you enjoy country music or you believe that only women are women, then you might enjoy this next piece of news. Grammy award-winning country singer Travis Tritt announced on Twitter that he is removing Anheuser-Busch products from the list of items that he asked for in his hospitality suite during tours. Tritt's decision to ditch the beer products comes just a couple days after Bud Light, which is owned by Anheuser-Busch, teamed up with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney to promote the beer. Mulvaney is a male who has been claiming to be a woman for a year, posting videos on his Days of Girlhood TikTok. Mulvaney posed with cans of Bud Light for a paid ad on Instagram during March Madness. Tritt wrote on Twitter that other artists who are deleting Anheuser products from their hospitality writer might not say so in public for fear of being ridiculed and canceled. I have no such fear. Tritt also shared a post on his Twitter showing a Jack Daniels ad that touts Drag Queen Summer Camp and says the brand has teamed up with RuPaul Drag Race Drag alums in a small-town Big Pride campaign. If you're interested in going to see Tritt in concert, his next show is on April 14th in
0: Hinton, Oklahoma. Today is Maundy Thursday. One of the traditions of the day is to wash one another's feet just as Christ washed his disciples' feet at the Last Supper. The Pope did just that today. Pope Francis washed the feet of a dozen people in a juvenile prison in Rome. The Pope told them that Jesus washes all our feet. He knows all our weaknesses. The act of having your feet washed confers on us the dignity of being sinners, the Pope said, adding that the lesson is to help one another so life becomes better. As we head into this Easter weekend, we hope you all can take time to reflect on Christ's sacrifice and his love. In observance of Good Friday tomorrow, we will not have any shows, but we will be back with you for Top News on Tuesday. And thank
1: you all so much for joining us today. We love having you join us for our Top
0: News edition. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in the podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us on Monday morning. I'm going to be sitting down with Accuracy in Media's Adam Gillette
1: to discuss a situation that recently transpired on the university law campus at Stanford, where a judge came in, a conservative-leaning judge, and was shouted down by students and then lectured by a dean on campus.
0: Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts. And help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you all have a wonderful Easter
1: weekend, and we'll see you right back here on Monday morning.
0: The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.